Hi everybody. Okay, so we are back again with another review. Uh, first off, please be careful when you are changing a battery in a car. And don't use metal on metal because you'll get electrocuted and have to go to the hospital. But that's just a Nanase thing to do. I was adventurous. I had to do it. So anyway, with that being said, Nanase is recovered. The um, vision's still a little fuzzy, but they're doing good better. That was yesterday. Stress. Okay, so, as that being said, we do have spoilers for you guys. So if you don't want to hear spoilers, then you might want to stop now. Wait, which one are you going to talk about? The prom. You mean that one that took you four days to watch? Yes. Why? Okay. Every time I glanced at it, I was like, okay, well, this is just pointing out stereotypical things about gay couples. Okay, so The Prom, it's from 2020. It's PG-13. It's two hours and 12 minutes, and it did take me four days to complete this movie. It's a music, it's got music, it's a musical, it's LGBTQ plus movie, it well, I didn't really see any of the plus stuff, which was kind of sad, but it's got Meryl Streep step in it, James Corridon and Nicole Kidman in it. It's directed by Ryan Murphy. It apparently on Netflix, since it's a Netflix original, it says that it's number two in the U.S., and I don't believe that it deserves that spot. Now, it could just be number two because a lot of people are watching it, but it took me four days to finish this, guys. First off, uh, it's kind of jumpy at the beginning. It goes between the people that are supposed to be the actors that are on Broadway and the girl that's the main focus of the story. And it's kind of jumpy between that, and you get a little bit confused on that. And then they come together, and it kind of gets a little bit more better with the sequence of the movie, but it just wasn't that great. It was a stereotypical, the <coughs> Emma, who was the girl that was the main focus, and then a cheerleader was the girl that was in love with her hiding, and her mom was anti-gay anti and stuff like that. And then at the end of the movie, the mom becomes... Hang on, I, I've got to say, before you get to what you're talking about, okay? I believe that the mom was really uh, experimental in her younger days, and then she started getting a bunch of crap unloaded on her. So she pushed herself away from what she really wanted to be or what she really was just to make her parents happy and have an easier life. Maybe that's why she was pushing it on her daughter so hard. But that's just my personal opinion. Don't know. But anyway, and then in the, in the mom accepts, but we all know that not all parents are that accepting straight away. Yeah, what's-his-name's mom shows up and accepts him. After 22 years, I believe it was. Yeah. But the dad still doesn't accept him. Yeah. And Emma's parents kicked her out. And thankfully her grandma picked her. Who's her grandma? Uh, you only see her for a minute. That's it. 
Wait, wait, wait. So you see the Guardian. <laughs> For just a little bit. And she's like super ecstatic and everything and all for Emma and stuff. Okay. But the thing is, this movie is one of those movies that I thought I was going to enjoy because it's a musical, guys. And the songs, some of them are good and then some of them are really irritating. I was looking forward to this for the fact of I thought it was going to be like Rent. Yeah. Rent was outstanding. This... This one gets a uh, three I, I out give of it a, five. I give it a two. Uh, a three out of a ten, honestly, because it, it did need improvement. It was really like one of those movies which you watch is kind of like stereotypical. There was a lot of glitter, and I don't know who needed to hear this, but just because you're gay doesn't mean you like glitter. For me, I'm non-binary, and most of the time I feel like a male versus a female. That's why my name is Sin. But... I don't, I don't like... You're so sinful. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> I don't like glitter. I feel like it's the herpes of all crafts. I hate it. It's hard to get up <laughs> and everything else. But for this movie at the end, there was so much sparkles. It was like overpowering. And I didn't think that it was a good idea. Um... Now, for my alter Rosemary, since I do have Dissociate's Identity Disorder as well, Rosemary loves glitter, so imagine my thing when I upset her and she pours glitter on my bed just to get back at me. She did that to get back at me. And me. I highly doubt that one. I think she just wanted us covered in glitter so she can say, Glitter! Uh, Panda didn't really like this show, guys, which is shocking because Panda likes to watch musicals with me. She doesn't like people to know she likes musicals, so I didn't tell you guys she likes musicals. She just looked over like, did you say something? But. If you hear about a cat clawing two people to death, that was most definitely Panda killing us. On a brighter note, the scenery of this movie was good. I did like that. Except for the one stereotype that I wish they wouldn't have put in is they, the guy, the bigger guy that's been with Emma most of the time, he's a Broadway star, he says, alright, well, let's go pull up your truck. And that stereotype is irritating. Just because someone's a lesbian or they're gay or whatever, it doesn't mean they're going to have a truck. They could have a fancy car. They could have a Mustang. I did not like that they did that. But didn't she own a truck? Yes, she did. Okay, so... But she made the statement, Did he know? No. Okay, then yeah, that's a stereotypical comment. But if he hadn't... Like, if he had known, that would have been a, a true statement. See... It's so fickle, the line. What if they forgot that, oh, I don't know that information yet, and yet they still put it in there? Or maybe they were trying to be... Maybe this was trying to be all stereotypical, and maybe that was a part of the movie. Or maybe they just screwed up. Because some people like stereotypical gay movies. And... Do you remember, uh, 
Isn't it romantic? How in her... That was horrible. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but... This one is worse than that one, and I didn't like that movie at all. <laughs> Hi, Panda. You want to come into the podcast? Hello. But I just thought it was, you know... Oh. She's been kind of my keister since we had a miscarriage. And an electrocution. She's kind of been up our keisters. But anyway, so the description of this movie, it says, is a group of down-on-their-luck Broadway stars shake up a small-town Indiana town. Alright, so basically with that being said, small towns, some of them are very accepting, and some of them are not. In my personal opinion, most of the small towns are more traditional, and they're not very accepting. Like our small town, it's not very accepting of it. Mm. I mean, we don't have as many accidents or deaths or beatings, but you also can't really go out and say, oh, I'm gay. Well, you can to the public, it's just the parental figures. Yeah, most of ours would probably kick you out, thankfully for me. And when I told my mom, my mom said she didn't want to talk about it. And then my dad said that he would disown me if he found out, and then he forgot about it. So. But it's just the fact that I don't think ours is the worst town, but it's no, there's, most there, definitely not the easiest either. There's a lot more towns that are worse off. Yes. But, think. I do believe that if you can stand this, and you can stand the stereotypicals and stuff, this may be something that you would want to watch. Just to get a little bit more insight about what goes on in life when you are LGBTQ. Okay, now, I want to say that it did have one really good song. But, this is also a Ryan Murphy film. And he makes titles like Hollywood and Glee, Glee and The People vs. O.J. Simpson. This is more like that kind of stuff. Like the Circus of Books, Pose, uh, The Boys in the Band, The Politician, Ratchet. Uh, so American Horror Stories kind of have a little bit of feel for that. That's more like this. From him. Um, anyway, back to that song I was talking about. It was Unruly Hearts. Yes. That was, like, the best thing of the entire movie, in my opinion. Yes, I did like that. It does have YouTube involved. So, I do believe that this is something that you can watch and possibly enjoy. Now. I give it a 2 out of 5, but there are some... It's a 2 out of 10, mister. No, 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 no. I'm giving it a 2 out of 5. You can give it a 3 out of 10, because that's what you said earlier. But, I'm giving it a 2 out of 5. Because there are some points, like the internet, and how she reached out to the live audience. Okay? And then people started talking back with her, and letting her know, hey, this is, you know. But, it shows that there are support systems online. Not just haters. So, maybe if you find the right group, you can find a support system to help you keep nasty thoughts away from you, such as suicide and stuff like that, until 
the ones that you really want to accept you finally come around. But there is also um, some religion based into this, and I think that also puts in a perspective of that, too. But that's all I have to say about this movie. It's, like I said, two hours and 20 minutes, and... Two it, hours, 14 minutes. Yeah, and it took me four days to finish. Alright. I hope y'all have a dinosaur-tastic day. No, it's dino out. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm having a hard time remembering. I was electrocuted yesterday. But y'all have a wonderful day. Peace.